I'm Kareen, and you're listening to Eat Like an Artist, the podcast that celebrates creatives, mindful entrepreneurship, and mental wellness. Each week, we dive into practical business advice and deep conversations among creative friends and role models, speaking openly and inclusively about life as an artist. We don't believe in gatekeeping because everyone's welcome. This is your community too. Let's find the balance within creative entrepreneurship with all the love for the art and none of the burnout and self-doubt. So the funny thing about this podcast is that I get messages from people saying, oh my gosh, I see that you have a podcast and I'm a big foodie myself. And they go on about how they're really excited that there's a food podcast. And I hate to break it to you. This is not what you think it is. It is way more of a mindful, creative entrepreneurship podcast. We just sometimes eat when we find the time to. With today's guest, Kelly, we did get some coffee. Um, oh, this is your reminder to grab a drink of water or grab a cup of coffee, grab some tea, kind of relax while we're getting to this episode because this episode's all about nutrition and self-care, which is something that we will always admit that most of us probably don't prioritize as much as we should. I mean, I used to be that person that joked about working 24-7, working all the time that I forgot to sleep or I forgot to eat lunch, which it's all haha funny and good until you get burnt out, until you get sick, until it gets bad. So Kelly is going to be here to remind us that nutrition and self-care, while they may not be the first thing that us as creatives really think about as being related to our niche and industry, it is definitely something that is important because we are first human beings that have basic needs like food, water, and shelter. So definitely take some time to do a little bit of self-care. And if you're kind of not sure how to even do that, this is why we got Kelly on the episode. So I'm going to let her take it away. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, we have Kelly here on the podcast. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay, my name is Kelly Witherspoon. I am from Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, so I grew up there and moved to Charlotte uh, for college in 2015. Uh, and yeah, I just kind of started exploring uh, spiritually first, just myself in, you know, um, what I wanted to do with life, which I didn't really know, still don't really know. <laughs> um, but I consider myself to be a creative. I'm also a birth doula. I do uh, placenta encapsulation. So birth work uh, is something I'm really passionate about. I work in corporate America during the day, nine to five, uh, but I really enjoy my creative pursuits, um, whether it's, you know, sometimes I crochet, sometimes I just, you know, um, like to record on TikTok. And um, so anyway, I can be creative. I love to do that. And right now I'm actually in school to become a wellness coach. So a holistic wellness coach. Um, I had a business or have a business that I started around 2019 uh, that coincided with birth work. And that was pretty much focused around women's wellness, um, using like herbs to heal the womb. Uh, so definitely passionate about that myself because I have PCOS. And uh, so I'm always on a journey of trying to like just be in balance as a um 
I can, you know, I identify as a queer woman, so in my body, but also just um, spiritually and emotionally. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's that's what I'm about, and that's what I want to help others do is just feel good, feel well in their bodies and about who they are. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> I definitely have so many questions about all your creative pursuits but i do want the listeners to also know who you are away from work right now so we're gonna just do like kind of just like a quick favorite blank okay that way you know it's pretty easy it won't be like cringy first day of school like fun fact (laughs) about yourself i'll give you at least a little bit of a prompt okay so let's do favorite song favorite song wow it could also okay. be song like right now. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like the all time. The all time <laughs> one is a little hard. To do. Yeah. No, ironically, the artist of both songs, if it were now or just all time favorite, are the same. So, uh, Janae Aiko, I love her song, Why Aren't You Smiling? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like a sap. So, <laughs> it got me through a lot of tough times uh, just growing up, going to college, leaving home, finding myself. So I love that song, um, and I also love her more recent song. It's called Calm and Patient. Uh, so she works with, like, singing bowls now in her music, and I love that. I think it's really creative. That's so uh, beautiful. So her music is literally healing. So, uh, yeah, I love Janae Echo, and, yeah, I could, I probably could go in more in-depth, too, because she's a Pisces, and that's my moon sign. If you're into, like, astrology, <laughs> uh, my big three is Scorpio, Pisces moon Aquarius rising so um, it's said that you relate to like people if they have similar signs you might relate to their music or like different things about them um, so yeah love Janae Aiko yeah. <laughs> see I gasped because I was just like I love Janae Aiko too yeah, yeah it's she's just, so cool it's just so chill mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why when I listen to her music it's always when I'm like I'm needing some time to just chill, yes. chill. <laughs> literally yeah. yeah it's definitely a good vibe favorite method of self-care wow um i know i'm pulling out the the big guns (laughs) that is a good one i guess most often i love taking baths um that's i at least try to do that once a week as like a quick you know uh relaxation technique i guess and um like an epsom salt bath is really good for relaxing your muscles and before bed, if you have a hard time winding down, which I sort of do. So I kind of have to have those things in place. But yeah, baths for sure. What I like you, water too. So. Oh yeah, water is healing. Yeah. What do you say to the people who are a bit of haters when it comes to bath? Because self-admittedly, I yeah. was a hater. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I actually did it. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really nice. Right. I would say you have to go all out. You have to like act like you're you know, like in a luxurious hotel and just get your, um, maybe like a bath bomb or I, I use CBD bath bombs sometimes to just like elevate the experience. Um, and I also like spiritual baths are a thing too. So I kind of do it for spiritual reasons as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, like if there's a new moon or a full moon, I'll use crystals, um, maybe like on the outside of the bath just to like, you know, release any energy and I will set that intention to like before I take the bath to kind of just like cleanse my my energy so Mm -hmm. um and I always feel better after so yeah Yeah. (laughs) favorite thing to order at a cafe Hmm. because we are at a cafe well 
we both have matcha too <laughs> yeah matcha is definitely my favorite um i started i think i found them off of probably tiktok like the matcha recipes so um i guess my starbucks order is a grande matcha latte with three pumps of chai and uh almond milk or oat milk mm -hmm. so i used to do the sweet cold foam or whatever that is but it's a little too sweet um but uh, yeah i'm a matcha fan yeah yeah i feel like if a matcha is like way too sweet i don't enjoy it as much like yeah. i kind of like low-key when people say tea is pretty bitter mm -hmm. i like the bitterness of yeah. tea yeah i don't know what it is I think when I was a kid, I used to not, but I mean, yeah, I used to also eat like 10 Jolly Ranchers in one, <laughs> one sitting. So I don't know right. why my taste buds as a child is yeah. the culinary genius that it is. Yeah, no, but matcha, I mean, with too much syrup, it can get sweet. So, yeah. um, and I feel like it for people who maybe don't like coffee and are more tea drinkers, it's like go to mm -hmm. matcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so cool to listen to what all the things that you like and i also love that when we came in before we actually started recording the actual podcast episode um i ordered matcha first and then i saw kelly come in and then she was just like i also <laughs> i'm gonna get a matcha <laughs> and i was like see this is why you know great minds think alike yes <laughs> and also share matcha drinks yes. so we are enjoying a wonderful matcha latte right now on this podcast for so, sure yeah also shout out to summit coffee co too um, you'll probably find me there doing work because this is like one of my favorite coffee shops and I'll probably go more into like why. Um, one of the things actually is um, they have all gender bathrooms too in all their I locations. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's weird because at one point I'm like, wow, this is really great. But then I'm also like, this just needs to be everywhere. Normal, right? Yeah. yeah. They're also very, um, and then you could even see right there, very open about Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. They support the LGBTQ community super like loud about it and i really appreciate it yeah they have like the pride flags pride flags that's like there almost all year wow so I love that. yeah they're awesome cool. I, I mean with a place that has all gender bathrooms that that says something yeah it does so. i've never been and it's really cute so yeah I'm, recommend <laughs> cafe recommendation yes um but yeah i wanted to go ahead and go into who you are as a creative and how you balance nutrition and self-care because in previous episodes, it's been previously mentioned that sometimes, for example, I had my podcast editor, who's also a videographer, she was okay. talking about how on set they would have like long work days and not even like schedule in a lunch. Wow. Something as simple as that. Yeah. Or, you know, you'll always hear creators being like, oh, yeah, like I did all this stuff. And then they're like, mm -hmm. I didn't even like sleep very much right like it's very like basic life things yes that we just neglect mm -hmm. so how have you been able to really ensure that you are getting the adequate nutrition and self-care mm -hmm. as a creative person yeah. who also works a corporate Full job time, and yeah. is also in school yeah like you're doing a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> uh it is a juggling act for sure um but i think it started out as how i wanted to feel because I just noticed like, you know, you go through college, you don't prioritize sleep, you don't prioritize eating well, you know, and then you wonder why maybe you don't have energy. So um, just kind of trying to pick up to those cues that I was getting like, and then I had the issue with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. If you're not aware, it's like a reproductive um, syndrome. 
and it can cause like fatigue and weight gain and um, a whole plethora of things like hormonal acne. Um, so that was really my catalyst because I just was not feeling good. And um, I kind of started changing small things. So uh, more recently, it's been like a whole health journey. Like, <laughs> But before then, I think um, I just kind of was really stressed. Just, you know, I guess everyone has stress and things that they're um, trying to manage, you know, especially if you're in school or if you're working nine to five or as a creative, there's a million things that we can be doing and trying to focus on at once. So mentally that can be draining as well. Um, so yeah, so starting with prioritizing rest really, um, has been something that's been hard because as you said, like your job might not prioritize giving you a break. So you really have to give that to yourself and, um, you know, figure out what you want your day, what your ideal day would look like. I think that's really what it took for me was like, you know, I'm tired of coming home, not having time for myself, you know, um, but then focusing right on my, my passion projects, feeling like I have a to-do list that I cannot get complete ever, you know? So I had to also take that pressure off of myself mentally, like, you know, if you don't get everything done today, it's okay. You know, like, let's just be a little more realistic about how this looks, because I think we can go into like our passions or our, you know, creative works with like really high expectations for, okay, you know, I need to have X amount of followers by this time, or I need to launch this by this time. And it's like, you have to be flexible because we're, we're human. Like we can only do so much. Um, and if we burn ourselves out, it, it takes the, the joy out of what you're doing. Um, so a lot of t- the times I would get burnout. Um, like I was literally at the finish line of my um, teaching certification program in 2020. So like the height of the pandemic and I was so close to quitting. I like wrote a note to our basically the professor over everything. Um, I emailed her. I was like, you know, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I have a habit of quitting right there at the finish line. (laughs) So if you're overwhelmed, I am there with you. Um, But really just, I I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I think that's a a lot of creatives do, you know, we're like, we have these goals and ambitions. um, And we're so passionate that it's just like, we take we hit the ground running without any real plan for how we're going to nourish ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, along the way. Um, So I guess just to start with, just kind of taking stock of what's working, what's not working. Um, And for me, my schedule, you know, I really had to start getting up earlier, which, you know, um, was a process. (laughs) Well, how how early do you get up now? Right now, my alarm goes off at six. Um, Well, that's pretty early. Yeah. (laughs) And I probably will sleep in to like 6.30, 6.45. Um, and then I will get up and do some sort of movement. So that's been my, my thing this year, especially is moving my body because I work from home. Um, so it's a lot of sitting. And that was also impacting my health just with um, my PCOS. I noticed my symptoms were worse if I wasn't moving m- as much. Um, so that's been really big for me. And it's really good for my mental health to feel like, okay, I'm taking time for myself. 
Um, so that's really the biggest thing I can say is just prioritizing not only your passion projects and whatever creative pursuits you have, but yourself because you're the driver of everything, you know, and if you're not feeling good and you're not taking time to like, you know, um, rest, then you can't really be as productive as you want to. Um, so it's really, it's not easy to balance at all, but I, it's so worth it to learn to listen to your body and not just with movement, but also with the food you're eating. Um, like our culture, again, it's very like fast paced, you know, we have lots of fast food and there's nothing wrong with convenience, but, um, when it starts to, you notice like, okay, I don't have energy. That's when I would say, you know, it's good to, um, incorporate whole foods is really just, you know, simple as that, um, to give yourself energy because like, you know, as much as you have to rest, you also need fuel. So just like you were saying with your friend who didn't have time for lunch, if you can prepare, you know, ahead of time and just have like even snacks, like that will help to fuel your body, whether that's like a protein shake or, you know, a banana and some peanut butter just to like give yourself that boost. Um, yeah, it's important to, to really just pay attention to um, what your body needs. You know, that's why I would say, like, if you if you'll burn out, give yourself a break. And if you, um, you know, are feeling low energy, just maybe pay attention to to your what you're eating and then try to incorporate small things. I would say small steps is really the biggest thing um, to feeling yourself and just feeling your best. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to understanding when to rest and when to refuel, it sounds like you've also built so much body awareness. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I wanted to know, I guess, in your own healing journey as well, mm -hmm. how did you build that body awareness? Mm -hmm. Because I think there's a lot of times where creatives, we actually maybe even people in yeah. general yeah. aren't really taught to be like hey you know if your stomach is literally just yes. eating itself and grumbling <laughs> that's probably a sign yeah that you're needing to eat mm -hmm. and i think it's a lot of as we grew up it's like you mentioned that hustle culture that fast-paced yes. mentality like it's just go right. go go mm -hmm. and if you don't keep going you're gonna you know yeah. fall not behind you're not yeah. gonna make it yeah but then if you just literally run your fuel tank all the way down to zero and you can't refill that that's you're you are not going to be able to make yeah, exactly. it exactly it's counterproductive exactly <laughs> it just it makes no sense so yeah. how did you build that body awareness that sounds like such an integral part of mm -hmm. understanding self-care and nutrition yeah um a lot of trial and error a lot of a lot of times feeling burnout you know a lot of um just I don't know, tuning in, I guess I would say, um, I, I guess I, I consider myself like a spiritual person. So when there is something that's off in my life, I'm automatically like, okay, I need to just slow down, you know, just take a second as much as I want to keep going. It's like something in me. is just like, no, it's, it's something's off. And it probably is you. Like if I notice like I'm more irritable or, um, just feeling defeated, I'm like, let me just, you know, take a step back. Um, if there's things on my calendar or things I need to get done, I just remind myself that this is not a race, you know, like I am in this for the long run. Um, cause I think a lot of us just feel like we can't stop. Um, and so I think it's a lot of mindset work really with, 
just believing that we're worthy to, you know, um, take care of ourselves, especially with um, diet culture, too. I do want to talk about that for a second. Because, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. oh my it God. really wreaks havoc on young adults, I think, especially because, um, you know, if you have ever struggled with weight or anything, your parents may have impacted that, of course, as a kid um, with, you know, watch what you eat, um, don't eat too much, things like that. And that gets, you know, programmed in our minds and we start limiting and restricting ourselves. And um, I'm learning in school that there's a whole thing behind restriction and like restrictive eating about how it impacts like your um, serotonin and dopamine because there are like, um, I guess what you would call like a response or a uh, reward type of reaction that we get from certain foods but yeah so if you there are any type of um restrictions in your in your diet and things like that that can impact your mental health um honestly with just um not feeling like you know because you get like dopamine from if you eat a piece of cake or something like that or like your serotonin response from something that's like comfort food that's Mm -hmm. why it's called comfort food because it's literally making us feel you know have a reaction like a chemical reaction in our bodies so when you take that away you know it may impact down the line your ability to produce serotonin or something like that you know um so you want to just like really undo a lot of the you know our mindset that we have around food I would say um because a lot of people are not eating enough as hard as it may be you know to believe Mm -hmm. um and I could go into the science behind that, but we're a really restrictive culture. I think when it comes to like food and what is considered like overeating and things like that, um, because it's just like everyone's going for this societal expectations of how our bodies look and, you know, what we need to, um, thrive when everybody's body is so different. So that's what I would say. It's just like the awareness comes when you, start looking at yourself as an individual and not necessarily trying to fit, you know, okay, I have to eat this amount. I have to work out this much. I have to, you know, get this amount of work done this week for my project. Um, It's great to have goals, but without the like flexibility of knowing like this is going to take time, this is going to, you know, um, be something I'm going to have to practice, you know, practice the awareness of, okay, yeah. I'm doing too much right now, you know, like, (laughs) let me take a break or I probably should have ate more, you know, so that I could feel full right now and have focus to do what I need to do. Cause if you're not eating, you're also not fueling your brain. You're not going to be able to like focus as much when you're doing your work. And you know, it just all together may make you feel, um, less productive if you're not able to, um, fuel your body and also be rested. Just, um, looking at yourself as an individual and not necessarily trying to compare to what other people might do and what, uh, what might be working from them for them is one of the first steps to really having that like self-awareness because you're t- totally looking at yourself and taking stock of work what is working for you and what is not so yeah yeah I'm really glad you brought up that point that everybody is different mm-hmm. I mean we hear that a lot it's like oh yeah everyone's unique everyone is different but Mm -hmm. it's like really there is no way for any of us to replicate someone else's life essentially right and i think success yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and when it comes to 
also people who are creative i think a lot of times we ask people like oh you know what's your process or what's your day-to-day life and it's good to use as a guide Mm -hmm. but not necessarily something to replicate because the next person's life and Mm -hmm. health needs are going to be different from mine and it's going to be different to the next person and the next person totally yeah and it makes so much sense how that restriction and that diet culture mm-hmm. is just so harmful because it's almost making it like that kind of thing where, hey, this is how to basically hack your body. Yeah. And if you just follow this same plan that's going to be given to <laughs> 300 people, yeah. you'll also meet all the same goals. But it's like everybody's so different. different. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. And, um, like you know, with a capitalist, exci- capitalist society, I feel like, everyone is selling you know a dream or selling like this is gonna fix all your problems and I totally you know I'm not against I guess you know anything anyone's not selling anything but it's like you also have to remember and take into account like what we were saying that everyone's different so you may have a guide as you said but you're gonna have to individualize that at some point to really specifically work for you to cater to your needs and your goals so yeah do you recommend people probably going to a nutritionist or yeah yeah um because i also see a lot of like especially with uh, pcos or any type of like reproductive issue i see a lot of um because i follow a lot of like health coaches wellness coaches on social media on tiktok um and I'm always seeing like, you know, here's X diet plan, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that um, if you can find someone who's going to tell you like point blank, there's, you know, no one diet plan that's going to like fix all your problems or a nutrition plan. It's literally about trial and error, but no one wants to hear that. You know, that's the thing. Like it takes time. Um, And that's the main thing that I'm learning is that, um, you know, with any goal or ambition that you have, you really have to be patient with the process of just like totally taking it step by step and, um, you know, finding joy in the journey, finding joy in the process of figuring out what works. I love that you mentioned that a slow process Yeah. because again, when we were talking about the fast culture, the diet culture, mm-hmm. a lot of it is always like 10 ways you can slim down in yes. 10 days or something like that. Or even like when it comes to creatives who may be in the area where they're selling something, mm-hmm. it's always like, Oh, earn six figures yes. in two weeks or something like that. Right. And everyone always <laughs> wants that quick, fast thing, but when our you know took it takes our bodies so much time to grow Mm -hmm. itself when we were like children yeah it's like we can't expect it to just be an immediate change exactly and i think that's even the same thing when you mentioned before that you've been Mm -hmm. burnt out many times i mean how long did that process of getting out of that burnt out phase take oh my gosh still working on it to this day oh yeah same (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah i think just through age with age honestly and with with time I uh noticed and had more awareness of like what where the burnout was coming from um because I think that I just you know chalked it up to being a full-time student and a full-time employee um which is true 
but I think also that um, you can take stock of how there's different types of exhaustion, honestly. Like, you know, you may be emotionally exhausted. You may be mentally tired. Um, you may be physically tired. And so kind of figuring out which one it is for you, it's not easy, but um, there's different ways to handle those different, like, stresses, you know, like, okay, do I need to um, better manage my time so that I'm less burnout? Or do I need to lessen what's on my plate, you know, and give myself a chance to just, like, absorb what's going on before I try to do the next thing? Um, yeah, and, and therapy, <laughs> I would oh, say. yeah, love that therapy. Too. <laughs> that, too, because sometimes you need someone else to tell you, like, hey, you're doing too much, especially if you're a person who has really high um, expectations for themselves or really high ambitions. Like, I don't know where the, the amount of drive that I have comes from, but um, if you were like me, like childhood, there was no like slacking off, you know? Um, I had a great childhood, but I was in like AP classes, like honors classes. So from then I had this mentality to where like, you know, almost like a competitive mentality um which is good to have because you know you want to be your best but um again I think that we have really unrealistic expectations of how long things should take like we're like a really like um instant gratification like culture and I had to do a lot of like mental work like I still am doing a lot of reworking of like my own idea of success you know and it's like it's not all about numbers, you know, I feel like it's more so about impact. And um, yeah, I think that as creatives, our mental health and physical health go tie in so much to what we're able to do, you know, because um, again, we're the drivers. And if we are putting too much pressure on ourselves, it's just never good. You know, like you're, you're only going to get like as far as you want to go when you I feel like can find a way to enjoy it like because if you are putting too much pressure on yourself it's almost like you're not enjoying anything you know you're just like okay what's the next step what's the next thing I have to do and you're not like soaking in like okay wait I'm at a point now that I wanted to be before you know like I I have a thousand followers um I have people who engage with my content when before I was just starting this project and there was no followers, you know? Um, and yeah, again, it's not all about numbers because I've seen people who have a hundred thousand followers and they're struggling to make revenue. You know, if it's something, if, if they're creating something that they sell. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely had to, um, and still have to check in mentally with like, stop comparing yourself. You know, this is your journey alone. And you'll get there eventually, you know? So yeah, I wish someone would have told me that when I first started like going for entrepreneurship or just embarking on anything that isn't traditional, I guess you could say. Cause, mm -hmm. um, when you do have an, a, a job or a nine to five that you're going for, if you're on track to be a doctor, there is a certain steps, you know, there, there is like a, an expectation of like, okay, it's going to take me four years to like get this degree or, um, three years to do this internship or residency. But there's no, like, number when you're, um, you know, trying to build a community or an audience that's going to be a patron to your art or 
um, join your group group community or anything that you know you may be publishing or putting out there um, there's no one can say it's gonna take three years you know so that's where it's like you really just have to be patient with yourself not easy but it's definitely um, a process because I think again the mental part of it is so big of being a creative because um yeah we're we're the creative source so we got to make sure that we're you know like just in our best space when we're creating um yeah yeah if we don't take care of our minds Mm -hmm. like that actually create those creations like we're not gonna be able to do all the art that we want to do yeah or it may be like not as good as it could be you know like if you um yeah like i i crochet sometimes and if i'm not like relaxed it just doesn't go well because i'm not gonna remember like my count of where i am or you know i just might be distracted and then the next thing i know i'm like putting it away Mm -hmm. so yeah i think we also have to remember that our brains remember patterns so Mm -hmm. we continuously like for example for you with crocheting if Mm -hmm. you are continuously approaching that with a burnt out mindset or you're like stressed out about something but Mm -hmm. then you're like i'm gonna just go ahead and crochet you're gonna eventually build your brain to the point that it associates those negative feelings with crocheting yeah and this thing that you once loved you're gonna start realizing like you don't like it and then you might not even like looking back you might be like what how did i get here (laughs) but it's because you're just not allowing yourself to actually be in the right space to do that art yeah yeah or forcing it um because i would put it like I'm like, okay, uh, Tuesday night after work, I'm going to crochet. Or Thursday night, I'm going to crochet. And I'm like, sometimes I may not. What if it's Tuesday and I'm not in the mood? You know, like, why do should I force myself to do that instead of just like, okay, when I'm feeling creative or like maybe it's a weekend, I have some time off. That's a little better. It's a better time for me to, you know, step into that space because I'm – already relaxed if it's a weekend because I'm not working you know I'm just kind of like already a little bit what do you call it um uh wound down (laughs) (laughs) um because you know during your work week it's just like go 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 so um yeah and just being patient or compassionate for yourself it's like ooh, yes yeah you're the little person inside of you doesn't want to be, you know, yelled at or like really forced to do anything. Um, Cause I just think about any times in my childhood when I was forced to do anything, for instance, getting up really early for school, it was like not good for anyone around me because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so it's like my attitude was on 10, like, don't talk to me. Like, you know, um, so if I'm, I'm like, if I'm putting myself in positions like that as an adult, like that's kind of counterproductive too, you know, yeah. like forcing myself to do something that I don't feel like, you know, I'm capable of at the moment. Um, and you're continuing that bad cycle of exactly. approaching things. Right, right. And then, um, yeah, not, nothing really gets done that way, at least not how you would want it, you know, so. Yeah. It's so funny how when I see people who subscribe to that hustle culture or like Mm -hmm. even restrictive like diet culture Mm -hmm. and it's always like about fast pace but then it's so it's so odd because 
it's almost that idea of like utopia where there's this like ideal but every yeah. time that is you know you go through that journey to try to achieve that it always becomes like this dystopia like <laughs> yeah. hunger games type of like yes. what the hell is happening right because it's not that's not possible mm -hmm. like it's not possible for somebody to be just from unhealthy to healthy in like two weeks exactly because your body takes time and you we also have to remember too not only with our body but also our mind we've had years and years of it being not taken care of to the mm -hmm. best of its ability so it's not going to take two years for it to be fixed it could be just exactly the same amount of years or double that because yeah you know when damage is done it's hard to undo that damage exactly. <laughs> yeah it really is like um and a lot of what we need is rest and that's the thing like i we underestimate it like even our organs like for example if you're eating something heavy at night like really late like you have a steak at nine o'clock now your body's gonna have to work to digest your food before bed instead of resting while you're sleeping so um just Not me eating like <laughs> Wait, now you're having me actually think about my own dinner last night. I'm like, is that why I felt bad? Yeah, yeah it's just like, you know, um, we don't really like that. That's not something that we're taught, you know, like as far as what our bodies need, you know, because even in school, we got like maybe one lesson on like food groups, you know, and like nothing on actual nutrition. Like, what is this food going to do for you or what um like how does your body work unless you're like you know maybe in biology or something you maybe got some classes on that but i oh know, no I, I was a bio major yeah. and I, I, granted i quit <laughs> but i yeah. think it was it was still so like on the cell level and not mm -hmm. really the actual nutrition right level yeah like everyday usage mm -hmm. like i could understand how to do things in the lab but right. when it comes to me going to a restaurant and thinking about what's actually going to be good for me for the right. day I don't, I don't know shit right <laughs> yeah yeah it's like um i heard someone say we have like a crisis care we don't really have like health care so mm. knowing you know outside of medicine what do we need to have day in and day, day out to feel well um and yeah, we don't prioritize rest, you know, like not just our actual physical bodies needing rest, but like our organs, like um, our mind, you know, actually being able to like have a nighttime routine that's going to help you shut your mind off. Because um, as creatives, we have a million tabs open all day, like especially when you may have like part time work that you're doing or you're supplementing income, like you could have five different streams of income, but you're you're the one managing all of that. So of course you're, you know, wired at night or, you know, um, we tend to scroll at night on our, on our phones and just small stuff. Like, uh, for me, I had to get, um, blue light blocking glasses because I look at the screen from 9am to 6pm. And then even after that, I'm on my phone, you know, because I am, uh, running a business off of social media. So I'm still looking at my phone. So the blue light blocking glasses, like the blue light interferes with our circadian rhythm. Um, and that can impact our sleep and like our ability to like the hormones that we produce at night, like um, melatonin. So if we're looking at the screens a lot, it can, you know, just get that off of balance. Um, so for me, blue light blocking glasses were really big. And then having a nighttime routine so that I could wind down because I had all these things on my mind all day. And I've noticed a drastic Im improvement in my sleep since I had the glasses. Um, and since I like started 
using even different type of lights um, at nighttime, like dimming the lights, um, using yellow light or red light at night to, you know, calm myself down. Um, yeah, so, I mean, even if you just go on TikTok, TikTok and, and, like, search a nighttime routine, like, I definitely um, recommend creatives doing some form of that a couple of times a week just to make sure you're getting good rest. Um, Cause yeah, it's super important to rest your mind and give yourself that, you know, extra love and care um, because you're doing a lot, mm -hmm. you know, as a creative, I know. Yeah. We, you're like, we, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I've lived that life. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not all about like grind, grind, it's like you are passionate about something. So of course it's going to be on your mind, mm -hmm. you know? So. Oh my gosh. There's been so many times I'd be sitting in bed mm -hmm. and then I'm like thinking about work. Yeah. And the next thing I know, it's like super late. late. Like, oh, shoot. Right. <laughs> and it's like I didn't even mean it, but it's also because mm -hmm. I didn't impl implement those types of like routines. And yeah, um, on top of those routines, make it customizable to you. As right. you've been saying, everyone's different. Mm -hmm. And then also, if you're not hitting your routine every single day, mm -hmm you're not failing at exactly. it. Exactly. I used to feel like that when it came to like self-care routines yeah. or even like when it came to like morning or nighttime routines, mm -hmm. if I wasn't checking off all the boxes of like right. my set routine, <laughs> I was like, I messed it up. Yeah. Which is weird because no one's forcing me to do it by right. myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why I was getting mad at myself <laughs> for this. <laughs> Wait, like who's making you do this? I know. I was like, okay. I was acting like a boss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the other thing though too. It's just that, I think we also forget as creatives, we mm -hmm. always attach the term of non-traditional onto it. Yeah. But then we continuously put very traditional types of methods that to how true. we like do things. That is true. Like yeah. when it comes to, you know, art and stuff, I would almost have myself be interacting with myself as a boss. Yeah. It was like really weird, <laughs> but it's like a, an over controlling boss. I was yeah. just like, we need to hit these productivity marks. Right. And then I, you know, when I step back, I'm like, <laughs> I look freaking crazy yeah. being like, yeah. So like hard on myself. Yeah. But I was also the same way too. When I grew up, I was always just like high achieving kid. And then the yes. moment I just like dropped, it was like, Ooh, right. Messed up. Yes. Everything in my like headspace was yes. just like, I had 10,000 existential crisis literally what is up about college I don't that know. does that <laughs> like as soon as you turn 18 and if you leave home even if you don't leave home it's like what is the world that I knew before I like know. it's just like everything changes um but yeah I mean it's an opportunity for growth but it's also like yeah your world gets flipped upside down <laughs> um but yeah I did want to comment on that because I'm interested to see like when I don't have a nine-to-five you know because that is my ultimate goal is to work for myself um I wonder, you know, if I'm still going to want to have like that nine to five schedule, you know, for like my creative stuff. Like, am I going to try to be really strict? Like, I feel like that's going to be a whole thing of going through, like undoing that. You yeah. Know? Like it's that. a whole other process. Mm -hmm. So get ready for it. Kelly. <laughs> right. I'm like Woo. saying it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> right. Um, for me. And I got glad that you also mm -hmm. um, brought up therapy. I actually talked to my therapist about mm -hmm. this, too. Wow. Because I was explaining to her, like, oh, my schedule is nine to five. And yeah. then she was like, have you thought about not doing a nine to right. five schedule? Yeah. She's like, if your brain is more active, like much earlier in the morning, morning. if mm -hmm. you like wake up earlier. Like, you don't have to do a nine to five and you can right. be done at like three if you want to be. That's true. And you don't even have to do like the full eight hours. If it's better for you as a creative to work mm -hmm. five to six hours, it's completely okay. Yeah. And again, she was just like, who's 
who's bossing you around? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's me. <laughs> and, but I think that's where it's even harder because I feel like it's the whole thing where we can always give advice to people, but yeah. when it comes to ourselves, right, it's a whole other like literally battle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it literal is. Battle. Literal battle. <laughs> literal battle within myself. I'm just sitting there, but you don't, you don't even see. I'm just like punching right. myself inside. <laughs> doing the most to make yes. myself tired yeah for real but um i because you know even right now i hope no one's from my job is listening but my attention span is not eight hours long so it's like me That's sitting a lot of people yeah at a desk for you know eight hours i may get like four hours of work done you know yeah. like, or i could probably more but you know like and so to sit down even as a creative and like say, look, I need to be doing this work for eight hours is that's a big expectation. That's a big ask, you know. Um, and of course, we we go there first because we're in a business mindset. You know, we're like, OK, this is everyone else is on working hours, you know, uh, so we should be, too. But maybe working, you know, a full day Monday and taking Tuesday off is better. Or like you said, in the mornings, like getting all your work done Monday through Friday in the mornings, you know that might work better for you um so yeah it's definitely individual and then I also like that goes right into like you know like boss babe culture type thing of like really working super hard all the time and I I don't want that <laughs> I don't yeah I, I always I always tell people like sometimes I just boss babe a little too hard yeah. and I, exactly. <laughs> was not my plan how did we get here <laughs> yeah I know I always be like ooh yeah ooh, I I feel bad right <laughs> so literally yeah um so yeah it's just like we're trying to I don't know if it's like a, a thing of you want to keep up with what other people are doing but yeah that that leads to the burnout and that leads to like almost sometimes you can resent what you're doing because you're mm -hmm. like whoa I took on way more than than I think I could handle um and you have to check in with your expectations like am I asking a little too much of myself right now like that's where I, I kind of am I mean constantly just checking in but um really just reassessing what I feel like it will take to see the next level of success for me. Um, whether that's like, you know, building community or, um, you know, leaving my, my nine to five, like I underestimated the time it takes. Like I wish someone would have told me like, give yourself 10 years or, um, give yourself a year doing the same thing consistently. And if nothing happens then, okay, you can complain. But like, I always start with like, especially with like my PCOS and, and, um, trying to manage my symptoms. I am like so hard on myself cause, um, maybe TMI, but sometimes with PCOS, a symptom is irregular cycles. And whenever I would not see a cycle in a month, I would be so like down or like if it was like time for it to come on and it wouldn't come on, I'd be like, Oh my gosh. Like, what did I do? You know, like I screwed up this month. I must've ate the wrong things. Like, am I ever going to, you know, figure this out? Am I ever going to be able to have kids? Like it's just a whole like thing of like me beating myself up. Um, and it's so unnecessary because our bodies like literally change so much throughout the month. Um, you know, just like the, the biology of it. Um, but you know, also, Who's to say, like, you have to figure out how to manage your symptoms today?
you know, if when that goes for anything, you could um, have chronic headaches or chronic fatigue. Like you really have to just take it slow, you know, and like, okay, if you are doing the same thing consistently for three months and you still see no results, okay, then, then maybe, you know, look for an outside perspective, seek, you know, um, specialized support um, from a nutritionist or, you know, your obstetrician. Um, but until then, you know, just take it easy. Like, try to be consistent and see how that works for you. That's really what I've had to um, tell myself. Because I, like, I would have all these times where I would do well and, like, my symptoms would be gone and they come back. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? But it's just, I think, a matter of consistency. Um, yeah. And really building that awareness of your body and, like, what it needs, what works, what doesn't. So. Yeah. And giving yourself some grace, too, mm -hmm. because who's to say that you did anything to mess up? Exactly. That stuff, because that yeah. happens with me, too, whenever mm -hmm. I have, because I have, like, anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. I get yeah. medicated for it. Right. I went through so many therapists. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'll have those moments, too, where I start feeling, like, really down. Mm -hmm. And then I get into this, like, cycle and spiral right. and being mm -hmm. like, oh, like, if I miss doing work stuff today, like, right. it's going to put me behind. Right. And then I got to really it took me a long time to get into that habit of being aware of my body and aware of my mind where I'm like stepping back mm -hmm. multiple times, not even stepping back once. It's like <laughs> the layers all the way back yeah. up like inception where right. I'm really like, okay, wait, let me look at the whole picture Yeah, is me taking one day off mm -hmm. or one afternoon off going to absolutely destroy my business. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. And right. I'm like, I gotta remember too, that the, different like health conditions and like you know maybe listeners mm -hmm. may also have those own struggles or maybe mm -hmm. they're lucky people are those healthy people right. i'm so jealous of y'all <laughs> exactly oh my gosh what a life give me your secrets <laughs> i know what are your secrets? actually yeah get on the podcast let me know what, what you do yes um but i think we also have to remember that we have to understand that just because we have to have these like struggles mm -hmm. it's not going to be something mm -hmm. that is part of our identity yeah does that make sense it like does. it's something that it's like it's separate and i've yeah. gotten used to referring to my anxiety and depression almost as like a separate part of me mm -hmm. where i'm like oh my anxiety is like up right or like oh like let me just I'm like it's just my anxiety talking yeah it helps me like really just like look at the bigger picture and mm -hmm. not think like this is a permanent situation of oh yeah i'm gonna the whole world's going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> like getting in those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Spirals. I know. Those spirals are just insane. I'd be, I'd be saying the wildest shit to yeah. myself. And like, I look back because like today I'm like having a pretty good day. Yeah. But like last week I was saying some wild yeah. stuff and I was like, it's like, who, who is, is this? this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think, um, I want to also go back to how you were talking about that. We have a crisis care, mm. um, situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times creative or just any person, which I think everybody's creatives, obviously yeah. when I say creative, right. um, I think we tend to wait until it gets really bad to do anything about it, whether yes. that's like mental burnout or like literally you're not going to take care of your health until you mm -hmm. land in the hospital. Mm -hmm. How would you tell somebody to just not do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, it goes right along with anxiety, I think, too, because I have a little bit of health anxiety. Um, and it, I think it honestly only came after my father passed. And what I what I mean by um, health anxiety is like thinking that 
like you're gonna die every time something like you know that's me yeah yeah <laughs> you could have a stomach ache and you're like holy crap like what do i need to do do i need to go to the emergency room you know stuff like that um so yeah it, it gets overwhelming um and i think that it goes back to that awareness of you know um you're not messing up you know if something negative happens because i i get into that mindset too of like i'm doing something wrong you know when a lot of what we're dealing with is sometimes genetic um you know we're genetically predisposed for maybe you know um mental health disorders or um reproductive health disorders and um you know obesity things like that like you really have to like you said take be objective take yourself out of you know your shoes even maybe okay what would i do if this wasn't me if i was giving my friend advice you know like take yourself out of it because we're going to be way less way more gentle with someone else than we are with ourselves i feel like just naturally i mean it sucks but um it's just what it is you know and um kind of just it's really lifestyle i think is where to start so that you can kind of feel like you have a grasp on your day-to-day health you know before you go out and say i need to see a specialist or you know something's not right like you just want to kind of go back to what your your lifestyle habits are so like um what you're eating how active you are um you know what your hobbies are and things like that so that um when you do go to a doctor, you can tell them, Hey, these are the things that I'm doing and here's what's happening, you know? Um, so that it's not such a emergency in your mind, like, because you don't, you don't know, like, you know, if you weren't aware of, you know, maybe, um, your lifestyle or the foods that you eat, then you can't go and advocate for yourself, you know? Um, and just, yeah, t- taking your, your health into your own hands. Um, I totally am, you know, grateful for Western medicine and our ability to, you know, go see a doctor, be prescribed medication when it's necessary. But um, I also just really believe in our ability to learn and know our bodies um, and be able to do some research and, you know, I don't want to say like heal ourselves, but I do, I do feel like we all have the ability to do that. Um, because we, again, we're not taught so much about nutrition and, um, you know, other alternative forms of healthcare, like acupuncture, for example, like I've seen a lot of people who, you know, um, maybe even in pregnancy, like they're struggling with Um, being nervous or they want to, you know, like mothers want to improve their chances of having like a natural birth and they might go see an acupuncturist. Like there are natural things that we can do with our bodies to, um, you know, feel more healthy before we have to have a like crisis intervention, you know? Um, So for, if we're talking about a mother, that may be something she can do to prevent having C-section, you know? Um, and it's always good to have the doctors available in the case that something goes wrong and you do need to have a C-section. But if you can, you know, drink a certain herb um, to prepare for birth or something like that to increase your chances, um, 
they're, you know, that's you, you know, preparing your body. And that's, that's all you're doing, you know? Um, whereas like some people may, you know, prefer to go to the doctor, but others may be nervous, you know, to go see a doctor and have them kind of in control, you mm-hmm. know? Um, cause I know for me, that's a point of anxiety. When I go to the doctor, I'm like, well, what are they going to tell me? You know? Um, in some cases you don't feel in control of your body, especially, you know, when it comes to reproductive things for, um, those who identify as women, you want to feel like you're in control of, you know, your cycle, um, or your ability to reproduce. But our culture is like, "Mm, no, women shouldn't have a say, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's really just taking that power back. Um, giving it to yourself through lifestyle and just, you know, reaching out if you need that support to maybe uh, a nutritionist or a therapist before you go right to the doctor and get, you know, that medicine. Like, see if there's something that you can do yourself or something that you can address in your day-to-day that will make you feel better or, you know, at least give you that uh, confidence before you go into the doctor. Like, hey, I already know what's going on with my body. I'm just coming to tell you to see, like, what you can do to help but I've already tried this this and this you know like that way you don't have as much anxiety maybe yeah and I feel like it's really important to to know what this this and this yeah. is there's been <laughs> earlier in the days when I started going to the doctor by myself mm-hmm. of course when I you know I turned 18 and yeah. I was like a big girl and I was right. like I go to the doctor by myself yeah I realized I really didn't know my medical history mm-hmm. and that led to certain things not being treated properly mm-hmm. yeah And that even led to why, again, like we were talking about, Mm -hmm. I wasn't taking care of my body the right way that I ended up having to wait till a crisis happened. And while, yes, in my journey, maybe someone else's journey where they ended up having to get their healing journey to be actually serious after Mm -hmm. a crisis happened, it is 10 times harder than if I had just started from square one eating properly Mm -hmm. taking care of my body properly yeah having a healthy mindset where I'm having a lot more self-compassion and grace towards myself Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh the amount of stuff that could have been achieved creatively yeah would have been tenfold right right like it's it's a lot to have to just like heal from something that was like because basically like in terms of my health, I went like rock bottom and mm. basically going back up. Wow. Had I not had to hit rock bottom, yeah. like my up trajectory would have like had a better starting <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely um, feel where you're coming from with that. Cause you know, I mean, some, for some of us, that is what it takes because we could believe totally oblivious that anything's going on until next thing you know, we're in the emergency room, you know? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, then from there you can take it and say, okay, not gonna let that happen again you know <laughs> or let anyone else have it happen to yeah. them too because i'm like i'm not having y'all having to go to the emergency room either it's not yeah. fun it's not it's the bills not, it are not a lot fun. of money it costs a lot of money see we are the same mindset yes yeah it is way too much money when i could have been spending maybe a little bit less money actually eating correctly yes. and actually like hmm, maybe i should <laughs> take that up uh, that therapy session yeah yes exactly it's like a holistic approach to it you know mm-hmm. like you um you get the support you can from your therapist. You get your support you can from, you know, um, of course your OB or your, you know, your um, primary care physician. But then there's also those little spaces where you can start maybe um, 
seeing an acupuncturist, getting a massage every once in a while, like, cause that's going to help a lot more than just, you know, physically, it's going to help you mentally. Shameless plug that you may need a wellness coach, hey. you know? <laughs> hey, not shameless plug. This is definitely, yeah. I'm all down for promotion. Yeah. For stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm still in school, but I, I just have a lot of personal knowledge. Um, and the main thing I'm learning is we're all individual. So there may not be one thing that's going to work for, that works for me, that's going to work for you. But um, because when you go to the doctor, you're not necessarily taught about lifestyle. They tell you, like, especially if you're, like, on a weight loss journey or something, they're like, eat less, move more. Have fun. See you when you come back 30 pounds later. You know, and it's like, yeah. what? It's always, like, this is what I've also realized with Western medicine, which, no, again, mm -hmm. no hate on the Western medicine. Because right. It saves lives your girl wouldn't be here and <laughs> medicated well <laughs> without that. Yeah. Um, but it's the whole thing, like you were saying, a holistic mm -hmm. approach. Like we need to have a balance of different types. And I think yeah. I'm very glad that Eastern medicine has become something that more people are talking about and implementing mm -hmm. to their lives. Um, again, there are, again, of course, extreme cases where right. people are just absolutely not even going to the doctor when they should be. Right. Um, it's that balance. It's that balance it of is. all things. It's that balance of also understanding that a massage doesn't necessarily have to be luxurious. Yeah. Like I go to a massage therapist because I had like a back injury mm. and also a lot of my anxiety I realized is like in clumped up in my body yeah. and my shoulders. Mm -hmm. The whole back, the whole back's fucked. <laughs> in summary, <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. Um, but yeah, massage like helps so much to even have yeah. that time, that hour to just like, not do anything try not to think about anything not think any about yeah. anything and i think that's the other thing when it comes to like self-care i think people think if i buy this mask everything will be fine yeah but it's like <laughs> it's again it's not yeah it's not a, it's not a ooh, i'm gonna take a bath and like right. my world yeah. solved everything's better yeah um, it's a whole process it's mm. a routine it's slow yes but it's also like enjoying those moments of doing that and also understanding that this is a little step to make mm -hmm. sure that you're not going to go into a crisis and right. have to recover from that. Cause yes. it's, it was rough. Right. <laughs> it yeah. was a rough, <laughs> rough, rough, rough. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So definitely take it moment by moment. And I was going to say one other thing too. Um, it's going to look different every day. Cause with me on my movement journey, uh, with trying to move my body daily, sometimes I have energy for, you know, a hit workout or something like that, like strength training, you know, uh, lifting weights. Other days I literally need restorative yoga. Like I just need to lay on the mat and <laughs> let my mind relax, maybe move a little bit, like just stretch my body, you know? So, um, and I had to become okay with that. Cause I would really beat myself up. Like, girl, you were just killing it yesterday. Like, why don't you have any energy yesterday? I mean today, but who knows why I don't have energy today? You know, like it could be something hormonal that's, that's going on. Like I'm changing phases in my cycle. Um, so I've had to, I've learned about cycle thinking as well. Like, um, for, um, you know, if you are, I guess childbearing age, uh, you have a cycle, you can sync your movement, the food you eat, um, a lot of things you can sync with the phase of, of your cycle that you're in that will just make you feel a little more, a little less crazy, basically. <laughs> um, because I'll yeah, <laughs> right. If you are 
on your cycle, like, yeah, you probably don't want to do something really intense, you know? Um, and I feel like that is another part of our culture. That's just like, you got to keep going, got to, you know, go, go, go. Even women, like while we're on our cycle, we're still working. Like that's a lot, you know, if you really think about like what's going on in your body and you know, yeah, I just feel like there's a lot that's expected of us, you Mm know? Um, and yeah, it's just like you, you have to give yourself that, that grace and work with what you have. You know, um, I guess that's the best, best thing I could say is just like, be proud of who you are and where you are in your journey. And, uh, you know, really look at it individually. Like don't compare yourself. I know a lot of, a lot of us have social media and I really had to get off of Instagram for a while because I was like totally comparing myself and it was so bad for my mental health. And I think that's where a lot of my struggles have come from is just like, I need to be here. I need to be doing this. Uh, I'm not doing enough, you know, those things. And it all comes from looking at other people who have what I quote unquote want or what I think I want. Uh, but I'm only seeing a portion of what they really have going. And I, they don't show what it takes to get what they have, you know, as far as like a successful business or, you know, uh, courses fully booked or master classes selling out stuff or like even that. someone's morning routine i found yeah. myself like comparing and i'm like wow this is nice right and i'm like i should do that but yeah it's not it's not me it's not you and they may not actually do that every single exactly. day exactly right. but i just assume because my mind's like social media is their whole life right right mm-hmm. and then it's like no it's not yeah yeah so like we got to get into our real lives and what works for us I mean, that's the best thing I can say. Just, you know, really um, discovering and exploring. Be curious with it. Like, take it as, like, if you were a kid and be, have the excitement about, like, okay, let me just start start fresh and start paying attention to, you know, what activities I do in my daily life that work for me. And then let's also look at what's not working, what doesn't fuel me, what doesn't, like, keep me going and you know, just start eliminating what doesn't work and adding more of what does work. I would love for you to share some actionable like methods or like Mm -hmm. techniques or just like resources that you do to refuel yourself, whether Mm -hmm. it's like you're, you're trying to get over like a creative exhaustion, physical exhaustion, emotional exhaustion, Mm -hmm. all the different types of exhaustions that you mentioned. (laughs) Like there's so many different ways. Yeah have both but i Mm -hmm. think it would be so helpful for people to essentially get that guide yeah you know like all the things that we'll mention today and Mm -hmm. um maybe as you talk i might think of some because right now my my mind's blank (laughs) (laughs) but like there's so many different ways and like i think it starts off with just being open to try Mm -hmm. and being okay if it fails that first time that because eventually you're gonna find the one that like suits you right that works for you that's true that's definitely true um Yeah, I think taking a stock of what you like first. Um, So if you're someone who is a morning person, maybe, um, you know, incorporating some type of physical activity in the morning um, because that's going to wake your body up. And, you know, if you're not a morning person, honestly, could help you, too, because, yeah, you know, when you especially if you're working um, and you're getting up and you're like rushing out of the house in 30 minutes 
maybe your day will be a little like more hectic than it would if you are waking up like 30 minutes earlier to even just sit there you know like um or if you need to take like a scroll in the morning you know I'm, I'm definitely not saying don't do that like something to do something for yourself basically in that 30 minutes that you just added to your day you know um because I feel like a lot of exhaustion comes from not taking that time for ourselves so if you can figure out one thing that you like to do that you can do in the morning um even if it's you know reading a book um meditating I know people are like mm, kind of if you're not used to meditating it's like I don't want to sit in silence or you know but meditating can look a lot of different ways like you can meditate and uh listen to music or you can meditate and be stretching or doing yoga or cooking even you know so maybe you're getting up in the morning to meal prep your dinner for the night or something because that's also gonna like it's it's uh I would consider that habit stacking as well like starting these habits that are that you can build on so if you are getting up and you're listening to music but you're also cooking your food or your breakfast you're getting in a home-cooked meal so that's one less thing you have to go out and buy you know but you're also giving yourself that time to like you know just zone out everything else listen to your music dance around whatever it is that you do when you're cooking um and but it's going to help your body to feel better because you're fueling yourself, you know, because we forget to eat breakfast a lot. I'm sure, you know, like especially for going, 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 you might not, you know, think about breakfast. You're just grabbing a coffee and going. Um, so just little things like that that you can implement to fuel your body, you know, like um, I, I guess it's a routine, but also like a ritual, you know, for yourself to like this is something that I could do a couple times a week, you know, even if it's not every day. I would also say um, in your in your evening, incorporating those same things as well. Like I, I guess I'm big on morning and night routines, but it doesn't really have to look like the same every day, you know? Um, so if that means like you're reading to wind down at night or you wanna feel prepared for the next day so you get your clothes out at night, like small things like that will will add up and you'll have more time in your day and the more that you, you know, can kind of construct your day and figure out what you, what your ideal day would look like, you can play around with it, you know, and you can say, okay, especially for me, someone who works from home, the evening time, I mean, I'm home all day. So after work, I'm like, yeah, I need to get out and go to the gym so I can get out of the house or let me find something social to do. You know, if there's an event, um, that I can go to to like see people and, and network and things like that so I'm not like always in the house so um because yeah we get used to the mundane like that our work becomes like our life you know and so you have to really take stock of that and um figure out ways you can like you know add more personal touch to your day <laughs> um especially if you're a creative because we spend a lot of our even our like downtime doing what would what would be considered work, you know, like we're planning for our next project or something when it's like, no, like just watch TV, you know, like just, just put on your favorite show, put on a podcast, you know? Um, so yeah, I would say just really personalizing your day to day. Um, and yeah, if you already listen to like, listen to podcast or watch YouTube and you're, you have a goal, you know, and you do that for leisure, so there are a couple of days that maybe you can 
actually do some research, you know, and look up things that you feel like would uh, improve your, help you get to your goals, basically. So if you're already someone who listens to an audiobook or a podcast on, you know, I don't know, um, any old podcast, but you are wanting to, you know, get into entrepreneurship, okay, now you can switch one night instead of listening to an audiobook about um, sports, maybe you're going to listen to an audiobook about entrepreneurship, you know? So small things, like it really is not anything about, uh, about anything drastic. It's more so taking small steps um, mm-hmm. that are going to also be sustainable because a lot of us, like when it comes to dieting, we're like, okay, I'm cutting out everything. Like oh, summer like body loading. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. When yeah. Like, it never works. No, it doesn't. And the, the weight always comes back because it's like you're being super restrictive. Whereas like if you are making small changes, those are way more sustainable. And, you know, if you're restricting yourself, there's no way you're going to stay on that forever because you don't want to like cut out a whole food group and like be like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. No. Like who's to say you won't want, you know, um, a piece of chicken if you're a vegetarian you know I mean I'm not saying no shade of vegetarians I mean I, I do that <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> yeah. you know like it's just like your body would might want something different you know I see a lot of um people who are even vegan for a period of time you know they may crave meat eventually or if they're pregnant they start wanting you know animal protein so um just be flexible and don't judge yourself when it comes to that stuff, but also, yeah, um, try not to restrict yourself and, um, definitely just, you know, if you can start incorporating whole foods, if you're like wanting to lose weight and stuff, just take it slow. Um, incorporate more whole foods, less processed foods, and just move your body. Um, over time that will work, you know, it's just like, like we were saying, we've got to be patient with the process. Yeah. And actually take back what I said a while ago when I said, Oh, the cold Turkey never works. You might find somebody that it did work for them, but you got to remember again, that person is not you Mm -hmm. necessarily. Like you're not going to have the same life. So if it works for them, that doesn't mean it's going to guarantee you like work for you. Exactly. If it does cool, if it doesn't, that's still cool. Yeah. And you, there's so many other ways you could do it. Yeah. And I think too, um, when it comes to all the habits and the different things that you mentioned, mm-hmm. I love how you said starting out slow mm-hmm. because for example, a lot of times when people are like, I feel like going to the gym is always such a big lifestyle change that people yeah. start off with. But I've even made the mistake where I go to the gym, I go mm-hmm. way too hard. Yeah. And then <laughs> I am just like immobile for like the, the next week. You're like, scared to go back. And I'm scared to go back because I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for my body to right. heal. <laughs> but it's really me like finding. Like, yes, I went literally. on too hard and then it was just like I exhausted myself too quick. So. Yeah. 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 Like Kelly said, start off slow. Mm-hmm. Even with a book, like you don't have to read a chapter a night. If a right. chapter depending on the book some of those chapters be like long (laughs) long. yeah like literally i five pages Mm. maybe and my attention span is like oh yeah we're definitely not gonna make it more than 30 minutes maybe one page (laughs) i've done that before i'm like i'm gonna do one page literally because that's what you need sometimes especially when you're starting something new Mm -hmm. i mean it's like the kind of thing where like when you were a kid and you were learning to ride a bike or Mm -hmm. right like drive a car yeah they didn't stick you on like a three hour like freeway drive. That's true. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> but like you got to think about it too. Like when it comes to us, we're kind of similar in mm-hmm. that sense where it can't just be like 
go, go, go right. with everything. And no. um, kind of moving along with your um, metaphor of using, like you saying that you're the driver. Mm-hmm. I feel like we take care of our cars so much better True. than ourselves sometimes. Wow. <laughs> like, you know, if a part is kind of messed up, you get yeah, it fixed. right. Or if so, you're a little rusty, a little rusty you, know. you know, you're not going to be going 70 miles per hour <laughs> on the rusty wheels exactly. and rusty everything. Yeah. Like if you gotta, you know, fix something on your car, like think about your body like that, if that's an yeah. easier way to think about it. Right. Too, because I mean, we said like if it's easier for you to take care of yourself if you're seeing yourself as a friend mm-hmm. that method works cool um just like how there's so many methods of like nutrition and like self-care yeah. f- switching your mental perspective mm-hmm. on like how to like look at yourself is different too so yeah if you can grasp the concept of taking care of a car with yourself right like try not to you don't want to be that rickety car (laughs) the one that's like squeaking every time it breaks right like you know like i feel like if you had your own car and you like were like wow like my car is kind of like messed up let me take it to the shop do that for yours too exactly and there's so many different car shops there's ones where it's like you just need to change the oil there's ones where it's like i went into a full crash i need a whole tune-up right now (laughs) so like there's just like just think about just there's so many different ways to just make sure that you're fueling yourself your creativity Mm -hmm. and just making sure you're just not running on empty exactly because the car's not gonna work you're not gonna work no we're not getting anywhere (laughs) yeah we're not getting anywhere so yeah especially if you're trying to go like really fast you're gonna get stopped by the cops so just think about that too like if you're going really fast to your towards your goals, nine times out of ten you're gonna have to stop and, you know, pay the price. Cause, yeah. You know, you're like burnt out, and now it's like you're really, you know, kind of putting yourself back as fast as you're trying to get forward. Like it's like you're taking steps back too because you you didn't check, you didn't look at your engine light, or you didn't, you know, like little things that you may have missed just by like trying to like really full force it. It's like slow and steady, you know. Um, it's hard. It like, nobody wants to hear that, that it takes time, but it's just true, you know? And that's the, also like nature's like that too. Like, um, there's a season for everything, you know, for flowers to, to bloom. Like they're not wondering, you know, when the sun's going to come out, like they're just doing their thing, you know? So, um, yeah, lots of analogies there, but hey, <laughs> I feel like that's what helps too. Yeah, Cause you know does. how lessons sometimes aren't learned until we watch it in a movie exactly. or we hear it in a song it's like right again because the human brain is so freaking complicated yeah <laughs> it yeah. really you got to find loop the loops around <laughs> to figure out where it's just like will the message finally stick now yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. yeah and also when it comes to of course doing nutrition and self-care i think a lot of people who may have like some limiting beliefs it really Mm -hmm. comes from like financial concerns Mm -hmm. which are completely valid because totally you know unfortunately to the issues that come with self-care and health care and nutrition whether somebody is identifies themselves as a creative or not right it's due to like systematic issues yeah like we don't have it's not just in the u.s and like in Mm -hmm. a lot of countries there's not a good system in place to make sure people are getting the basic needs yeah so um and you don't want to incur like unnecessarily doctor bills and stuff like that and personally i'm like i wish i could afford all the supplements that i want but i can't right now you know it's like i um am having to really be patient with that because it's like i think i need it right now but who's to say that it still won't be just as beneficial when i can afford it you know like i want to 
a sauna blanket so I can do infrared sauna at home. <laughs> That's not in the budget right now, you know? So trying to find creative ways to, you know, sweat still. Like I can go to a place that, that offers, you know, that has an infrared sauna mm-hmm. until I save enough money for my own, you know? Um, so yeah, definitely financial um, aspect is a big part of like wellness because yeah. we can't all afford, you know, organic fruit and vegetables, you know, um, and stuff like that. Like it's just not possible for everyone. Yeah. That's a lot of water. <laughs> exactly. That part. And not everyone has a, a, a bath. bath in their yeah. house. Yeah. Um, so, um, I will say this too, though, that, uh, shopping local helps not just like your, your pockets, but it also will help the community you know because um there are local farmers i would say definitely look into some um if you're interested you know in uh, maybe a healthier lifestyle definitely look into your local farmers markets um because it's helping the community uh you're also going to find better quality produce um and the prices are to me less expensive than what's in the grocery store um you know, just depending on where you go, but they also accept EBT. So if you are someone who qualifies for that, definitely take advantage of that. Cause could you um, expand on what EBT is? Yeah. So like if you get any type of food stamps or um, like governmental assistance, you can use your um, like your SNAP benefits or your, like your food stamps at the farmer's market. So just like you can go in the grocery store and use your, uh, you know, your benefits, you can go to the farmer's market and a lot of them will accept EBT or food stamps. Um, so, you know, it, it is possible and, you know, and available for those who maybe um, have a lower income to still get food that, you know, fuels their body um, outside of the, you know, constraints of like location and like proximity to healthy foods. Uh, but that's another story for another day. But, um, yeah, definitely something to keep in mind if you're like, I can't afford these groceries because <laughs> I feel you because inflation is like, wow. Um, so, yeah, health and wellness, definitely it comes with a price. But um, there are definitely some free things that you can do, uh, you know, to start off with. And there's also like community initiatives, yeah. like food banks. Mm-hmm. When it comes to self-care, there's even... Um, open path collective and okay. healing open path or no, wait no open path healing arts collective so they actually offer one of them is like for talk therapy mm-hmm. um they have in-person and virtual options and then they also have one that's healing arts so it's anything from like lifestyle coaches wellness coaches wow massage a lot of different things within the healing arts that's so cool. yeah um that's actually how i have my massage therapist because that's the only oh. way i could actually afford yeah. to have it wow and that is definitely something that I have needed because otherwise, like, you know, yeah. people don't think that art is very um, physically strenuous. Oh, my gosh. But as a photographer, I do carry around a 10-pound camera on my neck yeah. constantly. So wow. <laughs> I do need that monthly massage <laughs> yeah. to uh, align definitely. my body a little bit. Right. <laughs> it's a little out of whack uh, having that 10-pound weight. Yeah. But, yeah, there's there are communities mm-hmm. and other things and collectives and initiatives that although we may have these like systematic issues Mm -hmm. like there are people there that are doing their best and finding creative ways to help for sure because unfortunately you know one person or a small group Mm -hmm. of people can't change the whole world but you can do something like within your local community so right right very true yeah and try to lean on your support system too like 
don't be afraid to ask someone for a massage for your birthday or a facial or, you know, like a supplement that you really want um, to help you pay for like a treadmill or, you know, anything like that. Or like those tiny massage guns have yeah, helped a lot. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's really where I started to, um, before, you know, getting massages, I had like Amazon that was on my birthday list. Like I want a, um, a back massager, yeah. <laughs> the one that goes around your shoulders. Oh my gosh. I feel so good. Um, yeah. So definitely, you know, utilize your resources, get yourself an Amazon gift card. There's lots of like, you know, wellness things that you can purchase probably for like under $10, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I should start like a list for that, like wellness on a budget. Yes, definitely. And yeah. we'll definitely also add like different resources to the show notes. Yeah. And whenever you make your own list on your own like content yeah. sites, like we can definitely always okay. add that into that. Just because like, I feel like that's the other thing is that people never know where to look in the first place yeah and that's where it exactly. gets intimidating you get overwhelmed right and whenever <laughs> i get intimidated overwhelmed i just my brain just explodes and then i just, just forget sit at home yeah. <laughs> so i think yeah we can definitely add in those like resources cool. and things like that um cool. yeah because we want to help people who yes you know me and kelly are both people on our own individual healing journeys we've yes. had to make a lot of mistakes Ooh, lots yeah Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh if i could like if you were a fly on the wall with my therapist, okay? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Y'all would be worried <laughs> if you were my therapist. Sessions. Are you well? No. <laughs> no, not at all. But at least I'm recognizing that. Yeah, right, exactly. working on it. So. Right, right. That's I think that's point. also the big starting point, too, mm -hmm. when it comes to nutrition and self-care, mm -hmm. is knowing that you need that care in the yeah, first place. So. exactly. And that's, that's even hard. I feel like that's the hardest one is just starting it. So yeah. hopefully maybe us, you know, making this list on those show notes will help yeah. a bit. Yeah. At least one person that's like listening in. Exactly. But anything else that you want to tell the listeners when it comes to nutrition, self-care and mm -hmm. creativity? Um, I would say definitely just remember that you deserve to feel well at the end of the day, you know, You've got to prioritize yourself, you know, uh, over relationships, over your career, because none of that is going to work if you're not working, you know. Um, so definitely take care of yourself first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm sure you've heard it before, but, you know, it's one thing to hear it, then ex experience it. Like when you find yourself like really burnt out and you're like, I cannot post on Instagram today. You know, I cannot see one more client you know um and you don't want to get to that point because it's not a good feeling but if you do also be gentle with yourself and just take it like one day at a time um you know you've got to start somewhere and it's never you know you can always start over too like if you have a crappy week okay you had a crappy week you know next week you can try again basically you know like re give yourself a reset have some type of reset for yourself like okay you know, um, whether it be with your eating or with your habits, like, okay, I gave myself that time and I'm going to get back on track. That's all you have to do. Um, so yeah. And best of luck on it. If you're on a wellness journey, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're creative, just best of luck to you and your process. Um, cause we, we know ourselves that it's not easy, but, um, we have like a message to put into the world. And when you, you really like care, you know, about, the impact you're leaving on people's lives it really that speaks for itself so um yeah shout out to the creatives and follow me on instagram uh i feel like i 
could be your wellness bestie. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. that actually goes into the next thing is like yeah. how people can support you and if there's any future projects. Yeah, for that sure. We got to make sure to watch um, on your socials and anywhere else that you announce it. Yes, yes, for sure. I am uh, on Instagram at live well with Kells, K E L L S. Uh, I'm also on TikTok at live well with Kells. Uh, I have another Instagram for my birth services and that is at divine feminine co so i am a i'm not a retired doula but i'm a doula by request (laughs) so (laughs) on call yeah (laughs) um you can always reach out to me if you are expecting or if you are postpartum uh and you just have questions about like you know wellness as a new mom Uh, or you would like birth support for, you know, your birth experience, I'm happy to support you. Um, I have, I only have like a limited, you know, capacity just due to my work schedule, but we definitely can talk about it if you hit me up. Um, and I will send you some information on my services because I do also do placenta encapsulation. Um, and that is just basically, uh, putting the placenta, which is comes out after you have the baby so you basically will put those into pills that you can take to like yeah yeah oh, um, that's so interesting yeah i got certified to do that a couple years ago um but it helps postpartum just for you to get like your hormones back in balance and stuff like that so i do that as well uh and then i also am a yoni steam practitioner so i make yoni steams uh with you know the herbs i make the herbal blend um and yeah so Aside from that, I'm in school right now. Um, I graduate in March, but I will probably be, be <laughs> yeah, I'll probably start taking clients this fall because I will be certified to like coach by then. Um, but just be on the lookout. Uh, I also just really want to, even with just like um, talking today, um, really want to get some content out for you guys regarding like where to start with your wellness. So just stay tuned for that. Um, I'm sure I'll be doing more. I also have a accountability group that I started about a month or two ago for people who want to move their bodies daily. So it's simple as that you join our group chat and we encourage each other to move our bodies and share our journeys, our struggles and things like that. Cause I think it's really important to have community when you're going through anything, you know, you just want to have someone to relate to and talk to about it. Um, especially if you're someone who struggles with like infertility or PCOS or just mental health, um, you can benefit from having community and yeah. Um, that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. Cause I'm on that journey myself of just trying to move my body more and feel better and, uh, yeah, see where that takes me. So I'm excited for you guys to follow me. I'm excited for y'all to hear this podcast. And thank you, Kareem, for having me. Of course. It's been great. We're sharing (laughs) all your insights and stories. Yeah. It's a lot. And um, if anybody needs extra reassurance, (laughs) if I were to ever bear a child, (laughs) Kelly will be the first person I talk to. Yes. (laughs) But that, you know, things be expensive. So I'm going to wait. Right. That part. Yeah. (laughs) That part. (laughs) But yeah, and then also please definitely consider like wellness coaching and just there's just so many different ways to Mm -hmm. just heal and heal with community. So I'm really glad that you're on this podcast. Spread that message. 
and i'm really excited for people to connect with you too yes so it'll be awesome but yeah thank you yes of course i'm happy to be here and yeah y'all uh yeah y'all stay tuned for more too because i i love the podcast that kareen created and y'all definitely need to be subscribed so yes definitely subscribe um rate five stars share <laughs> do all that stuff yeah um but yeah so we're gonna head out to the intro intro outro <laughs> lord jesus i gotta go ahead. it's like part two coming <laughs> all right part to go <laughs> that's it for today's episode if you enjoyed it rate this podcast five stars and check out the link in the description to view the show notes Everything in this episode is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace finance, tax, law, mental health, and other professional services. As always, we are here to support you because we don't believe in gatekeeping and we want all of our listeners to become thriving creatives. We'll continue the conversation about mindful creative entrepreneurship in next week's episode. Until then, stay inspired, keep creating, and eat some good food. This podcast was edited by Alexis Carasquillo from Familia Creative Media.